Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Joining us now on the line, head golf professional out of the story of golf and country club, Jared Lambert. Uh, he is a, a local golfer, grew up uh, an all-state golfer at Redmond High School, three-time all-conference at Corbin University down in the Valley uh, joining us now. Good morning. Now, are you still down at uh, Chambers this uh, this week? Uh, no, no. We got back last night. Um, uh, man, you did your homework, Jason. That was impressive. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, no, we're all. I'm professional here on the radio, not on the range. On the radio, I'm all professional. So, um, but uh, first of all, what courses did you guys play? I know you had a big pro am, and uh, like we have to ask or whatever. How's Bandon? It was. It was amazing. Um, you know, it was. It was sunny with no wind, which never happens. So we were absolutely thrilled for the three days that we were there. Uh, we played at Old Mac, um, and then we played Trails, and then Banded Dunes, the original. So it was just a fabulous three days of golf, and there you just go. totally scored with the weather. Did you finish in some money? Uh, yeah, I finished second. There you um, go. Three days, I was six under and lost by one. So it was to uh, to Craig Crandall out of Rock Creek, who's a who's a hell of a player. So. Um, yeah, I put some good scores together and had a good time. Well, there you go. So six under down at Bandon playing three courses. So this man knows what he's talking about. But we saw, we all saw the Masters. We saw the weather kind of put a damper on things. And all we heard about was, okay, you've got to adjust. The ball doesn't fly as far. How it's going to react. You're not going to get rollout on the fairways, all that sort of stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, okay, I don't have three coaches. I don't have a track man. It's still raining here in the Northwest. So... When I go out, if if you're playing in your local club or, you know, you just want to go out and enjoy it, what sort of things do I need to do uh, to know how to make adjustments in my own game, whatever level it's at? How do you want to go out and not be afraid to practice in the rain and the wet conditions to so you get a sense of it? Yeah, and it's, it's an especially appropriate question for this year. Um, we've been particularly wet and cold. Um, all spring, so it's something that we've all had to, to make those adjustments for. Um, you know, and I'd say there's there's things that are going to change within the ball flight, and then there's things that you can you can change in your preparation. So one of the biggest things that I've found that's helped me this year is is paying attention to my hands. Warm hands and dry hands are going to make a way way bigger difference than most most people would think. Um, so as, as silly as it sounds and looks, uh, get a warm pair of mittens and put hand warmers in them because that is going to make you so much more comfortable over every shot. Um, nothing worse than hitting one a little bit thin and feeling a shock up in your hands and not really having that feedback of the golf club and knowing where the face is at. Um, so that's preparation. Um, then you've just got to adjust for the conditions that are, what the conditions are going to do to the ball flight. So you're going to see reduced carry, reduced rollout. And since your body's going to be a little bit tighter, you're not going to be able to swing it as fast. So, a good rule of thumb is you're going to want to adjust if 70 degrees is your baseline, adjust three to 4% for every 10 degrees of drop in temperature. Um, so if it's 30 degrees cooler, so 40 degrees, you're probably going to see about a 10 to 11, 12% drop in 
your total yardage that you're hitting it. So most players don't hit enough club anyways. So you're going to have to make a pretty significant adjustment to how far you're hitting it and what club uh, you want to use. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, so when you're at, and this is why I think it's good. Obviously, you want to make sure uh, the practice, whatever practice range you're at, you know the distances of those flags using those. So, do you go and maybe start with like a 150 yard flag or 125 yard flag, and then kind of just see which club gets it there easiest? Is that something that would be a good way to measure that if you don't have, you know, a TrackMan system or something like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've got to just pay attention more. So. So know your yardages, go out, practice them, um, you know, become familiar with your, your winter numbers and your summer numbers and make the adjustment accordingly. I mean, even when it was, for example, uh, this, this week at Bandon, um, there was a shot uh, that was, you know, where after the temperature had dropped a little bit and the wind was going into my face, uh, from 150 yards, I hit a six iron and my sock six is usually about 180. And that can be scary to stand over a 150-yard shot and use a club that's typically goes 30 yards further. But um, after you become familiar with those numbers and, and you know um, after your practice session on the range, uh, paying attention to where the flag's at, where the ball's landing, um, once you once you know those numbers, you just you just got to commit to them. Chatting here with Jared Lambert, head pro out at Astoria Golf and Country Club. Now, uh, obviously. Um... What adjustments are you looking at? You know, if you're out there and, and the ground is wet, it's soft. Um, let's say you normally take a pretty healthy divot with your swing. Uh, you're not going to want to do that. Ball's not going to go anywhere. What do you maybe need to do in setup or swing path or something like that to make sure you're catching the ball clean and not getting a lot of turf? Right. So, so I would say, number one, choke down on the club a little bit. So uh, the priority is to hit ball first. And that's always the priority, but you're going to be punished way more harshly in soft, wet conditions. And so you really want to make sure that you're, that you're clipping the ball, um, ball first and then hitting the ground. And so if you're choking down on the club just a little bit, it's going to help you do that just a touch more. And the other thing that's um, probably, it's minor, but it's, it does make a difference, is that when the ground's soft and wet, you're going to be, the weight of your body is going to be sinking into the grass just that little bit more. And so choking up on the club can help mitigate that just a little bit and help make that strike just a, a little bit cleaner and catch ball first. And then the other area, obviously around the greens, we know if you hit it in the rough or whatever, it, you know, you're need. I don't know. You need a shovel probably to get it out of there. But uh, the big one is if you get into the bunkers uh, with wet sand, assuming the bunkers are maintained, you know, your course is maintaining them during wet weather. There's not puddles right. or anything in there. But how does wet sand, what adjustments do you need to make with the wet sand versus normal sand? So number one, you're going to need to adjust the loft of the club and how you're using the bounce at setup. So you're in, in normal sand conditions, you'd want to open the face just a little bit to help get the ball out of the bunker. In wet conditions, what that's going to do is it's going to cause the bottom of the club to skip off of the, the wet sand because when the sand gets wet, it's going to be a little bit firmer. And so you're going to want to use more of a square face um, at a dress to help the club dig through the sand just that little bit more. And then once the ball comes out, what you're going to need to expect is more skips uh, initially. So it's going to skip off of the wet surface of the green. But then you're actually going to see more spin later on, um, which can be 
really fun. So if you want to hit some some cool looking spinners, go practice out of a wet bunker. And that's the main thing is don't be afraid of the wet weather. Take advantage of it. You know, obviously not when it's pouring, but when we get that northwest, it's just that constant drizzle. Uh, and the other thing, obviously, you're going to be in wet weir- wet weather gear, rain gear. Go get used to swinging golf clubs with all that gear on because you won't have the range of motion. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a big, big consideration. Uh, well, it's been uh, – we could go on and on. Hopefully, we'll have to have you back uh, here in a little bit, but we're running out of time. Jared Lambert, uh, head golf pro, out of the story of Golf and Country Club, which you ever have the chance to play. It's one of the hidden gems out on the Oregon coast. Go say hi to Jared. Uh, for people, uh, is, there, is there a good website or um, any sort of tips or places you like to send people that's uh, some good advice that they can go online? Uh, there's there's a lot, but I would say uh, check out uh, a number of, of creators on YouTube. Find one that works for you. So, um, you know, YouTube and Instagram has a lot of really good content out there, but it's, it's not all going to apply to everybody. So, Find somebody that uh, that speaks to your golf game, and and stick with them. Uh, don't don't get any too many mixed messages. Is what I what I would say to that. Obviously, and wherever you're playing, we always advise you go talk to your local pros. They can help you get started <clears throat> in the right direction, set up a good plan for you, uh, and take a look and and understand your body, your swing, and where your game's at. Uh, always good to have a good solid practice uh, plan through them. Jared, thank you so much for uh, joining us here this morning. Glad you played well out of Bandon, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you later this summer. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.